It'll be a Merry Christmas. I guarantee it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Ah, uh, we're silly today. Um, no, I found this on YouTube. It's the D Christmas version of the Jurassic Park theme by you... La Orchestra Cine. Ah, you just stumbled across it? Seriously? Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. And I'm like, it's awesome. Christmas Jurassic Park theme. It, it makes sense. I mean, it works. I it mean, does. Really, you just throw, jingle, you, you <clears> throw <throat> some bells on anything, really. And I'm going to call Delilah tomorrow night and dedicate this to you, Squeezer. Oh. See if I she'll... will have to... I will listen. She's like, hey, everybody. I'll have to it's... arrange a uh, grocery pickup, because that's the only time I listen to Delilah. <laughs> it's I Delilah. I changing my wife's radio. We're all having a great night, getting ready for Christmas. What can I do for your ride? Hey, RK here, uh, Delilah, a uh, long time, first time. Uh, I'd like to dedicate the Jurassic Park Christmas theme to my dear sweet boy, Squeezer. Uh, I'm sorry, what the fuck are you talking about, sir? <laughs> What's up, Joe, from Other Squeezer? Or no, I'm not Squeezer, Joe. Not Squeezer, not Other Squeezer. Get it right. Come on. Wish it could be other squeezer. Wish I could be other squeezer. Oh, so much. Other squeezer is about uh, 50 pounds lighter and a lot more confident. You don't want that one. Who's other squeezer? Me, but like 10 years ago. <laughs> when you were like, I go by Derek. <laughs> yes. Hi, my name is Derek. <laughs> no, that that lasted long. Yeah, you came back here, you're like, oh, I go by Derek now. Like, no, you don't, Squeezer. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you Squeezer. <laughs> Hermie tried the same thing, remember? He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm Ronnie now. I'm like, no, you're not. You're no. Hermie. No. Yeah, and then he just he the, the fact that, like, in my professional emails, like, I still have to, like, hi, it's Derek, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, it's Squeezer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, because, like, People of importance, <laughs> much more important than me, surgeons, uh, directors of, and owners of sports teams. They know I'm you. Squeezer. Yeah, Squeezer. If they, if you said, "Hey, Derek's gonna swing by," they like, ah, we don't want him here. <laughs> no. Well, they might oh, think squeezer, it's Parm. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Oh no, my laptop just started randomly rebooting. Hopefully, it's uh oh. Hopefully, does that mean we aren't doing a show right now? No, 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 no. That's not. We are doing a show. It's the one that plays the clips. Ah, good. So, all right, hopefully, so it's, it's at least a good half hour before it has to do anything. Yeah, that's yeah. So hopefully, it's it's in twenty minutes or so. It's it's done. It's a it's a blizzard out there, Squeezer, huh? I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, it's uh, snowing like a motherfucker here. We haven't had a snow like this in a few years. 
Uh, yeah, quite some time. Definitely not last year. Uh, the fact that Jim Cantor is here means it's bad. That's what everyone keeps saying. I don't know. That's the Weather Channel guy? Yeah. Yeah. He, that, he's the one that they send. He is their guy Like that they send into the shit. Like, where is it going to be the worst? We're going to send Jim, and he's the guy that will stand there and just get sandblasted or, like, blizzard on. And he's the guy that would be hanging, like, horizontally from a light pole and, like, screaming and showing you how windy it is out here. Hmm. Um, it, it was it was 9.30 a.m. this morning, and he was on the fine streets of Bethlehem. Wasn't he on the, the roof of the Hotel Bethlehem? He they stole my shot. Yeah. Well, no, the only difference was they were much more shaky. Um, uh, they um, he's going crazy, like showing you what it's going to be like, because we've never seen snow. But just <laughs> the mannerisms, not even listening. I, the, the sound wasn't even on. But I'm watching his body language in on a street with just brine on it, literally losing his mind. And. Uh, When I found out last night that he was going to be here, I was starstruck. I don't care. We met how many people. I was so excited Mm -hmm. that he was uh, here. My grandfather would have been starstruck. He had the Weather Channel on all day long. Um, It's good TV. Is it? Um, it, it's you get a little bit of that scare tactic, but it's all. Aren't they owned by um, CNN now, or? Oh, who the hell knows? Everyone owns I everyone. Really, it's... I, I really don't know anything, so don't listen to me. But then they they break away from weather and do actually like report on like other news, but like science news. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like so, they'll talk about like the vaccine, but then they'll but they'll talk about from a very scientific standpoint, and like be smart about it. And I actually enjoy watching. Like, oh, I'm I'm actually learning something watching TV. Mm. I haven't done that since. The learning TLC was the learning channel, and that was like 25 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, now TLC has like my 600 pound life, so you can learn about well, something. <laughs> I'm sure of that. Yeah. What happened to TLC? Um, they started. Uh, it, it's uh, all those uh, home uh, redesigned shows out of Philly. What's that company down there? That HGTV. They started churning all those out. Was it HGTV? Uh, no, it's no, it's like a little production house. Where they would do that, like the the one where like the the did you know would, by like, the way? Houses. Did you know by the way that scripts sold to Discovery? I had no clue. I'm we're going deep inside baseball here. Well, really? Yeah, I had no idea. That's a weird buy. Well, no, it makes perfect sense. Discovery now owns HGTV, Food Channel, The Cooking Channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, Scripps Network. On it was Food Channel was their biggest. I didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, huh. I wonder if they're going to rebrand a couple because there'll be some overlap, maybe. I really don't know. I just I saw that content. Apparently, it was like back in 2019. I was like, oh fuck, I had no idea. Hmm. Oh, you mean it has happened? Yeah, it happened. Yeah. And that's how <clears throat> little I knew of it. Little Tennessee company that made its bread and butter on the Food Channel 30 years ago. 
Food TV. That's another one. Yeah, just food. Like uh, ones where you, I like watching TV that can't really piss me off. <laughs> like HGTV, and not, not <coughs> piss me off in that kind of like, you know, like intentional kind of way. Like HGTV will piss me off because they'll do some dumb shit. I'm like that's not what you should do. Or they get way too serious. Like I love Homes and Humps, but Jesus Christ, dude! Like we don't have to rip the entire wall out to reinsulate. Just get a blanket. See, but uh, I'm not into any of those shows. But I, give me some Guy Fieri's diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, you turned me on him. I'll give you that. He is the man. He he goes. I think it's. Sorry, go ahead. He goes into a town. He stops at three different restaurants. Has a mix, like one or two signature dishes, raves about how great it is, and leaves. And then he leaves like this golden fucking trail behind where people that leading people mm-hmm. to these restaurants. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I think it's more that I needed something more positive to watch. Because I would watch a lot of dark shit. And I like all my, not the crime shows, but I like the mob shows and all that kind of shit. Like, but, and, I uh, just to turn that on and just it, it, it's not dumb TV where like you kind of sit there veg out and think nothing mm-hmm. like you can actually enjoy something and live mildly vicariously through him mm-hmm. but also smile like and it, like his there was a time where his like happy go lucky like and bleach tips and all that kind of like irritated me um like, never oh, me I've always been I've always nah, been it was just a Guy Fieri apologist, always. It was like too much, and then now I'm like, you know what? Just the guy's having fun. <laughs> he's ha- he's happy. Just, he's one of the few motherfuckers fun. on this planet who is happy. <laughs> yes, he is happy. Yeah. Now I don't know. Maybe he's hiding some deep, deep dark demons down there. Uh, what he and did. We're for... gonna get a sick show out of that. Uh, then I'll be happy too. <laughs> what he did for the restaurant industry through, through this whole shit was pretty sweet too. He's a sweet man. Uh, well, at least someone did it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, right? Uh, and I am a big fan of his restaurants. If you're ever in Atlantic City, uh, Guy Fieri's Chop House. Oh, mm-hmm. I have to tell. I have to say two words: mustard butter. It's all I have to mm-hmm. say. And it's it's just amazing. And then he's got a like a barbecue stand uh, down in um, uh, the Ooh, the Wild Wild West. That if, Atlantic. I can't wait to get back to Atlantic City once this whole yeah. shit passes. The vaccines out there, right? They're giving it. They're injecting people. They're vaccinating. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're uphill. I mean, even though it's like horrible, horrible downhill right now, worse than it was back when we were doing daily shows. It's still on. It's there's still like a light at the end of the tunnel. Finally, I like to think so. I like to. I like to. Like I was talking to Zombie Sailor last night, and he was he was thinking like, it's never gonna go back to normal, and this is just just doom and gloom. And and you know I get it how you could feel that way, but I like to remain positive that it's gonna go back to normal. It's going. There are many things that are going to be different. I'm. Um, the new normal, I guess they say. Yeah, the, well, the new normal. Look, things are, they are definitely going to be different. I have, I think that things are going back to a certain sense of normal eventually, just because it's in our nature just to hit the default button. I mean, we, 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 we things happen and we adjust briefly. It's the this is. I'm not calling this the flavor of the month or whatever, but 
we react to it, and then we don't learn our lesson, and shit's just going to go right back to the way it was, to an extent. To an extent, yeah. Oh, um, I have to, I, I would be remiss if I would not give a shout out to our, the sweet, 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 sweet man, Josh. Uh, I'm sorry, not Josh. I, I, I wrote it down. Another name down the list. Sean Herbert and Southern Concrete Studios. That rad year's Jurassic Park sign squeezer. That is gorgeous. Man, that's, check him out. Southern Concrete Studio. On Instagram, he's got a he does custom orders. Um, he's on Instagram. He does uh, CNC carving, uh, and he could take your logo and your idea and bring it to life. Uh, and he works in concrete, wood, and plants. And he made a, he like I have right here a concrete NES cartridge a coaster. Sick. Um, that he made and uh, he made that beautiful sign. You could see it on our Instagram of the rad years with the Jurassic Park logo. Just a, a like if, if you just glanced at it, you'd think it said Jurassic Park. It's like the detail is. Mwah. Yeah, he uh, he does a really good job. Sean, I, don't under, I just Herbert, don't understand why talented people listen to us at Southern Concrete Studio. I know. Well, you know, it makes no sense. Well, we, you know, some would say you and I are talented ourselves, Squeezer. Uh, at what? <laughs> hey, pal. <laughs> <laughs> doing, ba- doing bad impressions. Doing bad impressions and yeah. me chuckling. Yeah. So I was reading this article on comicbook.com about the discussion of, 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 it was John McTiernan discussing how Die Hard became a Christmas movie. And uh, he, McTiernan says, Joe Silver, Joel Silver sent me the script three, four times. Joel Silver, legend, Joel Silver, legendary coxman, sent him the script three, four times. And it was about these horrible leftist terrorists that come into a sort of Valhalla of capitalism, Los Angeles, and they bring their guns and their evil ways and shoot up people celebrating Christmas. Terrible people, awful. And it was really about the stern face of authority stepping in to put things right again, you know? And I kept saying to Joel, I don't want to make that. And he says, rather than do a rehash of Dirty Harry, which McTiernan doesn't specific name specifically, but seems to indicate the original drafts were more heavily influenced by, the director came up with a plan for it, infusing it with Christmas by taking cues from It's a Wonderful Life and the film's Pottersville sequence, it's a wonderful life in the film's Pottersville sequence where the evil banker gets to do what he wants in the community without George, Jimmy Stewart, getting in the way to stop it. So I went to Joel and I said, okay, if you want me to make this terrorist movie, I want to make it where the hero in the first scene when the limo driver apologizes that he's never been a limo before. What? Did I read that okay? And I said, okay, if you want me to make this terrorist movie, I want to make it where... The hero in the first scene, when the limo driver, okay, the hero says, all right, I've never ridden in a limo before. Okay, working class hero. And Joel understood what I meant. He said, okay, and we started to work. I still don't get how this makes it a fucking Christmas movie. <laughs> and that's how Die Hard became. We hadn't intended it to be a Christmas movie, but I'm going to put the password in and make sure the computer, oh, computer's back. We did it. Squeezer. 
Ah, that's good stalling. We've been practicing for four years just for this um, moment. And there was joy in it because we were, we were, we've changed the content, and that's how Die Hard became. We had it intended to be a Christmas movie, but the joy that came from it is what turned it into a Christmas movie. And that's the really the best. I, this He's a fucking lunatic. That makes no sense whatsoever. What the fuck is it? I heard drinking was on the rise, but. Well, McTiernan's full explanation goes in some wild, wild places and definitely requires viewing. You can find it in the full player above, and it's on HBO Max. It's, uh... it's a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas. There's a Christmas party. There's a Christmas tree. Right. Ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Right. That makes it a Christmas movie. Right. He's like, getting all existential have have, on like, it. Like the the Christmas Carol underlining reason and the there, there's not like a birth of Christ moment uh, in in Die Hard. Well, maybe symbolism squeezer. You uh, there, don't. I'm know. sure it's in there. No. Yeah. Uh, another article I read. Bret Hart believes. I mean, Carl does rise from the dead. You know. Hmm. Ho ho ho! Now I've got a machine gun. Bret Hart believes Vince McMahon single-handedly killed tag team wrestling in WWE. I, uh, Bret Hart hosted a new episode of Confessions of the Hitman this week. I didn't even know that was a thing. Where the two-time WWE Hall of Famer discussed some of his favorite tag teams to work with throughout his legendary career. Starting with the Hart Foundation's matches with the British Bulldogs, uh, the Dream Team, and the Fabulous Rougeous. When I look at those day, when I look at those days and those teams, all of them—the Hart Foundation, the Bulldogs, even Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake—as an example, were a good combination. Beefcake was never the wrestler that Greg was. Greg was a very solid and blah 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 blah. What's he getting at? Um. Well, yeah, tag team wrestling. You know, I I guess Vince would be. Uh, hey, pal, why would I pay two guys for something I could pay one guy, huh? Right? Yeah, it's so, well, it's so bit and sketch and, uh, you know, just sketch-driven now. You barely I, I really don't watch wrestling. it now, but... You don't need two guys in the ring on the mic. Yeah. He said, it's sad if you look at tag team wrestling today, where it has gone, because they let it die out a little. But it always had its own history and its own style. A tag team wrestling match is so much different than any match in the card. I love tag team wrestling. Oh yeah. There was some great. But he's right. Back in the, like I think in the nineties with Demolition, the Rockers, the Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm. Like even he's talking about the British Bulldogs, obviously, and the Rougeos. But like the, he he won't mention the Rockers, man. And the fucking demolition, and then Legion of Doom came in, and the squash matches, and even I don't know, the Natural Disasters, Money Inc. He says, "I think it's my understanding that Vince McMahon got sick of tag team wrestling and is no longer a fan of it, and that's so sad that he kind of single-handedly killed a part of the wrestling business that was so important." That's right. I killed it. I destroyed it. <laughs> it's dead. Speaking of, we got another. Well, I don't know if he single-handedly killed it because there's other, you know. Brad Hart's just a curmudgeon. Uh, other uh, promotions do the, it all the time. The Young Bucks. Yeah. It's just their 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 show just doesn't have room for it. 
So speaking of uh, that impression, Uh-oh. we got more reviews. I should start making. Uh, we got reviews. We got reviews. Some are good, but most are bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, another Rogers bit where we're gonna come up with a <laughs> a theme. Most I, of I these, do, most the, of these the first bits. Episode I was yeah. gonna come up with a. Right, you were all about like, oh, I'm gonna write tons of fucking shtick bits and, and and jingles, and you didn't, did you? Did you? Nope. No, and it wouldn't be. Thank God I didn't, because it wouldn't be the show that we have today. That's true. Yeah. So uh, this is from PK's Geek Kingdom, and I talked to PK, and I told him I'm sorry, and he said I get it. I still love the show. He said great show, but and he only gave us three Uh, stars. Oh. Yeah. I've been I've been listening to the Rad Years almost since day one, and I have always enjoyed Arcane Squeezer's repartee and obvious chemistry. They have a love for the 80s and 90s nostalgia that is almost palpable, and it shines through each week's with each week's Ooh, show almost. topic. Yes. Then he goes on. But the, end quote, impersonations, <laughs> quote, that RK insists on utilizing each week border on insufferable. To call them grating and irritating would be underselling it. They often make the shows near impossible to get through, and I often find this is like the tenth often. And I often, no, it's actually the first. I often find myself fast forwarding <laughs> through segments. Two two avoid them. Two twos PK. Hmm. Write English much? <laughs> Speak English much? Okay. Um. I'm still a huge fan of the show, but seriously, the impersonations really need to go. Oh my God! You sick. Bastard, I'm gonna eat a lot of my bitches, man. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I'm getting better at riding the, the faders and pulling back, though. <coughs> ah. When I do it. <coughs> when I do it. Ah. Sorry. Yeah. It, it's draining on my vocal cords. So I explained to PK, I'm like, listen. Uh, I try not to do them as much, but they're fun for me, and it's a fun part of the show, and a lot of people love them. And he said he gets that, and don't stop doing being me. And he still loves the show. I would have preferred maybe four stars, PK, but I'll live with three. It's your review. You're allowed to do what you want. I'm no strong arm in here. Five would have been great. Five would have been amazing. You can mm-hmm. still shit all over me with five stars. Just take a giant that dump on true. my face. Yeah. Give us five stars. But I get it. Because now it. you're punishing little old me. Yeah, poor old little squeezer, the handsome, sweet boy over there. Yeah, which always comes in handy in the podcast. <laughs> He's a very handsome, handsome man. You're the most handsome guy on radio, squeezer. Um, I mean, that's not saying much, but... You didn't even comment on that meme I sent you, speaking of the Joe Rogan one. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. It was, like, 3 in the morning when I saw it. And I, that was funny. I, that's how I'd feel if anyone, like, took what we said to heart. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, like, canon. Yeah, we, we, I have to preface it the same way. We are, we are idiots. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know jack shit about anything. What did it say? It said, uh, it was that meme with that guy with the haircut and a beard. It says, thank you for changing my life. <laughs> and it, it's a screenshot of joe rogan and he said this multiple times i'm literally an idiot 
He tells yeah. people often, don't listen to me. I'm literally an idiot. And yeah. they yeah, still it's, like... Well, it's... You pick up, a, you just pick up a microphone and start recording something, put it on the internet, and people listen, and that's kind of how it happens. And that's the qualifications. That's right, Squeezer. Uh, and right now, for the low price, oh, twenty nine ninety five on Infowars.com, put in the code name Rad to get twenty five percent off your order. You can get the good vegetable bills and the vitamin culture number three. That's the good one. It's I take it every day. It helps your mind. It helps your blood. Prevents. Gay frog, HIV, and also all forms of coronavirus. Call Infowars.com, visit us on the line, and get your uh, protection from the globalist elite pedophiles and the Bill Gates vaccine today. Sorry. It's been a while. Yeah, you set me up for that. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, shit. Have you been checking the uh, the chat? Are we Are, are we on air? I don't know. Can you shoot tenant before I decide? Can you shoot on tenant before I decide to rent? Okay, Joe wants me to do a shoot on tenant before he rents it. Uh, also, he mentions the Mando finale this Friday. No, one more episode of Mandalorian Squeezer. I know. So, uh, Squeezer, do you want me to shoot on tenant? I know you haven't seen it yet. Oh uh, no, you can go ahead. Like it's a, one of those things where it's not going to happen. Cut a promo on it. So I, I liked it. I made the mistake of seeing it in the drive-thru, drive-in, and you, like you know Chris Nolan mixes. You can barely hear the dialogue yes. when you have headphones in. Yeah. In a drive-in, it was hard enough. And then the story is very convoluted and strange. I still liked it. I still liked it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you thought um, – what the fuck was that dream movie? Inception. You thought Inception was hard to follow. Where do you see this? <laughs> oh, good. You know what? I used to like that. And, and you know what? This might have everything to do with me uh, enjoying Guy Fieri now. I I used to like that, and now it's just... Fuck, it's, it's too still, much. It's still good. It's good. I'm not going to lie. It's good. It's a good uh, picture. There's so many... Denzel Son turns, is a good actor. Uh, burned by too good. many series that try to be the twist and turn kind of series. I'm talking you, Westworld, um, which I still love. But nothing beats the boys. No oh, where... have you? You got to watch the Queen's Gambit. I know a lot of people have watched it already, but it is really fucking good. It's only it's only a limited series, so it's it's only mm-hmm. uh, it's only the whatever eight episodes, and you're done, or nine episodes. But fuck, I'm going in on the expanse. I gotta, I gotta watch. I, I started it. I loved it. I don't I even know what the expanse away. I gotta is. Get back. What? It was on Sci-Fi, and then they, they, then Amazon picked it up. Oh. And I think there's one more. It's, season five just started, and I think there's gonna be a six. But it's pretty. And uh, and I, regardless, this isn't a political statement at all. But fucking. President Obama asked him what his favorite TV shows of 2020 were. And he dropped The Watchmen and The Boys. The Boys. The fucking former president of the United States said The Boys <laughs> was one of his favorite shows of 2020. Ah. Uh, oh, shit. I got to go back and finish that. What up, Ted Brothers? And these aren't. Oh, hey. These aren't the. the Brothers with the last name Ted. 
They are. Yes, uh, it's a man named Ted Brothers, a sweet man and a talented man. Check his Instagram out, Ted Brothers. Fucking, if you love Jurassic Park, Kenner Toys, and you want to see them like taken up, kicked up a notch like Emeril Lagasse would, bam! Ted Brothers. Uh, Matt D, just wanted to say. Oh, we can do a whole show on our favorite celebrity chefs. Squeezer. Yeah. You sound just yeah, like I read it. Steve Buscemi. Thanks, Matt. Is that your friend? No. You don't know him? I don't think so. Not no. a different Matt. No. No. <laughs> Thank you, my Steve Buscemi. Yeah. We're all friends here. Thought we were. Thank you, closed caption. We oh, are no. this time. Now, now I gotta listen to myself and I no, think I don't. Do I? You sound no, you don't sound like Steve Buscemi. But I mean I'm you're a little... you're talking sounds like Steve Buscemi as much as my impressions sound like the people I intend to, so to be fair. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Christmas memories, uh, huh? It's... Christmas grab bag. Yeah, it's just memories. Santa's Christmas Santa's bag. Santa's bag. Well, Santa's I called the show Christmas memories. memories. I called the show Christmas memories for so. But it's it's those they're always a Christmas bag grab bag. I mean, every episode's kind of just like a grab bag, really. It's loosely. And uh, you go first this week, handsome. There. Ooh, my Lord. turn. Yeah. So here is Squeezers first. Christmas memory. Lewis? My tree. So what's the matter with you? Look what you've done to my tree. It is an ugly tree anyway. At least it's out of its misery. At least it's out of its misery. <laughs> so this is our, what, third um, holiday Christmas memories? Four. Four? This yeah. is four? Yeah. I thought you only sent me two. I sent you two, but it's four. Oh, damn. All right, so. Um, I think. I don't is, know, but I called it four, so it's four. Yeah, we, we've, been, we've been doing this for, oh, it's been a while. Um, this is the, the, the holiday Christmas disaster redux. Uh, I had to go, there's something, so our tree went down this year. And it just brought back so many fond memories. You know how, you know, things jog your memory and you're like, oh, I remember that. Well, when my Christmas tree fell down, I remembered my Christmas tree falling down as a kid. So uh, it was a lot less funny this time around than um, when I was a kid. And I thought it was funny because my mom was upset that all her German glass blown ornaments all broke. Um, oh, no. Yeah. My yeah, Lord. So, yeah, the most current event. So we got a tree. It was actually a pretty big one. We're like, what the hell? It's been a miserable year. Let's spend a little more and get a big one. And the place we went to, we went nearby because we weren't going to go on some big extravagant trip this year. Uh, go cut our own. 
the only thing they had to cut there was like five feet and squ- it, it looked like like the a Charlie Brown one, like a stick on some two by fours. So we bought one that was pre-cut and it was uh, a little front heavy. And especially as it settled and by the time we put the ornaments on and I think it was just enough that as it sucked up the water, it just lurched forward and um, spent the rest of the day sweeping up glass and gluing shit back together. Only lost three ornaments total, um, which, I, I, to my surprise, uh, Mrs. Squeezer was quite uh, distraught over it. She was very upset. I immediately, in my compassion, basically blow right by her, lift the tree up, and just start cleaning shit up right away. I'm like, why are you crying? The tree fell down. She was crying? Um, oh, well, because it's like, you know, the kids, they have like little fragile ornaments from when they were babies and shit. But I'm like, all right, well, they're only, it's only four years old at most, so it's not that big of a loss. Um, none of those broke. And none of my precious little emblems as a child broke that uh, were handed down to me. A couple of my Fallout guys, uh, uh, Mr. Perception, uh, Vault Boy, the Perception Vault Boy, did not uh, oh, right, perceive him. that he's coming. My, he's my favorite. Uh, he of was the beheaded. Vault boys. Yeah, uh, so I had to glue his head back on. Uh, yeah, it was good times. Um, now there are fifty pounds of uh, stage weights resting on the base. Um, why well, I have 50 pounds. Of, actually, I have about 200 pounds of stage weights in my garage. Because you never know when you have to rig a curtain in your garage. So, fortunately, those are there now. But as a kid, we got to a point where... Like, we, as a kid, we would decorate our tree. Like, we would have fun. You know, it would be like our ornaments. And fun shit you made at school. And then um, all the little fun toyish, you know, kitty-looking ones you got. And then... As we got older, my mom had this idea in her head that she was going to recreate this, like, 1880s Christmas. Because mm. for some reason, like, the past was so much more fun, you know, because cholera is, you know, a joy. Yeah, it says um, the people, says the guy who's one half of a retro podcast. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> right, well, yeah, well, we're only, we're going back 30 years. She was going back 100 years. Yeah, okay. Um, Touche. Uh, and, and, but like to make it like this homey, warm, like everything had to look like it was off of one of those, uh, ice cream tins from that guy that's famous for painting ice cream tins. Oh yeah. You've talked and, about and, uh, your um, ice cream tins before on yeah. the ice cream show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like and, a Norman uh, Rockwell painting or like, uh, yeah, well, something like, like else. that, but more, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like country, Country Martha Stewart chic. I, yeah, I, I my guess. mom got into that garbage too. Like lots of rolls of ribbon and fabric. There's lots of trips to AC Moore and the fabric store. Yeah. yeah, and to the point where we actually got our own separate tree in like the in the living room. Um, to put the family room to put like the, the knickknacks the room where we actually like spent time in, not the front room that just collected dust. 364 days a year. Okay, so you, you got a tree to hang your ugly ornaments and knickknacks on, and she took yeah. her tree and made it look like the Martha Stewart tree. Yes. My mom yeah, forgot that you, bad. Yep. 
but she would not let us. It wasn't like a family hang the ornaments. It was family unpack them and hand them to her, and she will hang uh, the ornaments. I wish that were the case, um, but my kids don't like pointy needles, so dad has to hang everything. Um, so they hand all to me. And then all the princesses come out, and then they have to play with them, and I just want to get it done. But now there's no room left on the tree because all the princesses are still playing on the mm. couch. But mm-hmm. now have metal hooks on right. them that are now missing. Mm-hmm. So now you got to hunt down metal hooks okay. before the baby finds the metal hooks. Uh, and then a princess breaks. There's crying. Mm-hmm. Then there's glue. Then there's less crying. And then you put them up on the tree. Then there's crying because now they're up on the tree and you can't play with them. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a joy. It's a joy. It's a joyful, uh, the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Speaking of. Did uh, Squeezette get to enjoy her box on the snowy hill yet? Oh, we didn't go out. Oh, it was fucking miserable yet. We'll wait, and everything will get, uh, when it kind of calms down, we'll go out, and I'll drag her around in the cardboard box. I have an idea. I got some big industrial uh, trash bags. I'll line it up, bulk it up. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice little sled. Mm, okay. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, Daddy's a craftsman. <laughs> I can... He sure is. I can I I make I make, <laughs> I make uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit on a regular basis. So, right. Um. A little, I'll, I'll MacGyver the shit out of that. You sh- should have taken the old uh, Lee Valley love set and just <laughs> let her ride that down the hill. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I got all that. Uh... Yeah, got... I was at Home Depot. I could have found something to turn yeah. into a sled. It's yeah. got that plastic underbelly that looks that, that made look like shit. corrugated or a, a metal. Soft, yeah, or a just, soffit. Yeah. Just get some soffit, snap glue it together, and here you go, kid. It's a sled. Yeah, um, it was funny. I wish you would have told me you were looking for a sled because when I went out for Christy, I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to – like any good manager, I'm going to get beer. Does anyone else need any beer while I'm going to stock up? <laughs> She's like, no, I stocked up. But if they have a sled, get it. And I was like, ah, okay. And so, well, see, I heard you say that, but I had already stocked up on beer, and I would, I didn't think to look for sleds at the beer distributor. Right, so. but but I needed one thing at the Weiss across the street, and I went in and I saw rock salt, and I'm like, oh, I need that too. Let me load up on rock salt. I turned my head, and in that dusty corner there was sitting four saucer sleds. I took two of them, but I think one as soon as no one saw these sleds for years, Squeezer. I think they were so dusty yeah. and dirty. But mm-hmm. I think when people saw me with them in my cart, that was that was it. Hmm. Yeah, when I got there, the guys like, oh yeah, you, they they went out the door. He goes, some guy bought two of them, and then the next two went out like ten minutes later. Oh, he said that. Like, yeah. Um, but they did have those two uh, shitty. Remember. When yeah, I, the, uh, I thought I thought twice about getting that for Christie's four-year-old, what three or four-year-old son. Uh, they're not worth it. I, I talked about that in a previous uh, Christmas memory show, I believe, with that snowboard I got. That was like my pride and joy. I was like five years old. I got my own snowboard, and then you get on the snow and it kind of just sinks in. The toe digs in, and you just face plant. Oh, so um, so you asked someone there about about the the sleds? Oh yeah, I I, I followed some. Uh, Nebishy looking fellow uh, and asked him and yeah, some guy bought two. That was me. Yep, that was him. 
He said the other two went 10 minutes later. Yeah. I should have just, just... If I would have left when you told me to... I know. You would have got them. You should have just bought them all and then just stood outside and, you know, jacked up the price. I could never do it. I would give them scalp, away. Scalp sleds. You know me. I would give them away for free before I'd scalp them. That, that is true. I would scalp them. Um, I'd rather see someone happy than a quick make a quick buck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if you make a quick buck, you're happy. Hmm. Not me. Not me. Nah, I know you're a sweet boy. Um, oh yeah. So my mom had all uh, all these glass ornaments. They fell. They all broke. I'm like, haha, sir. Like I was kind of like glad. Fuck these things. Like, these kind of <laughs> like were a symbol of like, and because this is after she got divorced too. So it's like just the three of us in the house, and like this is her new like starting. Uh, fr- everything's all new and fresh. Nah, and, that's the worst. Yeah. So she's reading magazines and getting ideas, and you know. Yeah, that, that that was I. I was kind of like, and I was, I was probably like what, like thirteen, fourteen. So I was kind of already an asshole to begin with. Uh, that didn't take much. It was good times. Good times. Oh, and then the one time we tried have it starting a fire and the flu backed up and we smoked the whole house out. That was fun too. No, oh. I'm sure you had to crawl down the chimney like Santa Claus and fix it. Oh no, Dad had uh, all kinds of solutions. We we're gonna open up all the windows. Mom's screaming, he's screaming. Then he ended up downstairs. I don't know what he was doing. Oh yeah, was this pre or post? Like seven beers. Was was this post divorce? Oh no, this was pre. I was I was like five. I was like probably like oh, six or seven. Oh, I thought you were still in the time. You, no, you no, jump timelines. This was earlier on. No, I jump, I'm jumping around the timeline here. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure, you know, the flu's all backed up. There's smoke everywhere. Mom's screaming. Windows are open. Everything's ruined. You know, Dad's downstairs now looking for something to fix it. You know. know, (laughs) Christmas is ruined. You know how many times my mom said that? You ruined my Christmas. (laughs) Selfish bitch. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But seriously. A couple 9, 10 uh, morning Christmas beers and everything was fine after that. (laughs) Oh, my mom would always be like, you're ruining my Christmas. Yeah, well, we're little assholes. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. There were... And, it and it wasn't was, just Christmas, was limited to Christmas. It was anything. Yeah. Vacation, dinner, trips in the car. We ruined that, a lot of Post-divorce with two teenagers. I think this... being snug about, smug about it. Yeah, we, now... We got the, you're ruining my Christmas. Yeah, we... I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Probably did. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Of course we did. We, no, no. It, we didn't. We ruined Christmas. I, <laughs> I'm not arguing that. But it's not your Christmas to be ruined. We just ruined the Christmas. Yeah, it's our it's Christmas. It's your. It's my. It's our Christmas. Right. I, I ruined mine. I'm sorry. Mom, we're ruining our Christmas, not your Christmas. Try not to be so <laughs> fucking selfish. You had me, all right? And I, I'm going to be honest. My, I guarantee you, it, you know. My sister was ten times worse than I even was. Oh yeah, yeah. When my sister copped an ad, but by my mom left. Um, I don't know, like time period when your mom and dad split up. But my mom left like when my sister was just like in the cusp of high school. Yep, like that's, just starting. Uh... But she just like split, so it was just me and my dad dealing <laughs> with cranky pants. We did. We did pretty good. 
But now, but before that, when we were younger, that's when we would ruin Christmas for. Her. That's probably why she left. We ruined yeah. too many. But then Christmases. dad would still dad would still come over Christmas morning and shit. We'd open presents. Yeah, it, it was very. Uh, uh, um, what's the word? Amenable, uh, amenable. Yeah. Uh, amenable, amenable. After like again, two years. Idiot with a mic. My mom would come over to my dad's, uh, and uh, for for presents too, and my grandmother too. Her mom. It was just like old times. And then my dad wound up dating and marrying a woman who hated my mom and wouldn't let her come over anymore. So now my dad has to pretend to hate her too. So it's mm. life. It never ends. The cycle never ends. Just repeats. Now I, I now maybe I could ruin her Christmas. <laughs> Come on. Nothing. <laughs> Making a joke here and you just fucking no sell me. I'm sorry I was reading something. Like the Undertaker fucking <laughs> getting the big boot, you just sit right up. It was, it was just bad timing. I saw something shiny, and I didn't oh. read it. All right. Here is my first Christmas memory. Come to our Christmas party. It's a bunch of Yuletide shows, and they'll be on your TV. It's the funny box that glows. Like a light bulb. See all your cartoon favorites, and we got some real big names. Like a light bulb. Like Yogi, the Grinch, and Flintstone, like and that crazy Smurfette dame. Like all right, who keeps doing that? Like a light bulb. Snagglepuss. Casper. <laughs> Rosie. <clears throat> Christmas party, Sunday at noon. Like a light bulb. <laughs> Uh, I talked about it before, but uh, Cartoon Networks, what they they first called it their uh, cartoon uh, Christmas Joyride, uh, which was the cell, the, uh, the the elves playing Christmas cartoons on Christmas Day, um, because Santa was too busy delivering presents. But like everyone else in the world, they realized that on Christmas Day, everyone's pretty much fucking fed up with Christmas. Right. Yeah. Well, one. Yeah, you're you're kind of over it. You watched all your Christmas programming on Christmas Eve. Right. No one wants to watch Christmas pro. Like you'll put it on for background noise, but yes. no one's gonna. No s- one's actually watching TV on Christmas. Right. And no one. Well, this year may be different, but. Well, yeah. But the last thing anyone wants to watch on Christmas is fucking Christmas stuff. Like yeah, yeah. You put it on. You put Christmas Vacation on because what the hell? But then like. Midnight strikes on Christmas, and it's the twenty Dece- December twenty sixth, and you're packing the lights up. <laughs> yeah, getting the ornaments off the tree. You're ready to go. You know, it's getting ready to put uh, um, the best New Year's Eve movie in the planet, uh, Ghostbusters two on. Get some good New Year's New Year's content, and move on and start thinking of spring. Soon as Christmas is over, winter's over. Even though it just started four days ago, as as far as Christmas is concerned. Yeah, but I feel like as soon as Christmas is over, winter's over. <laughs> the winter season's over. Like, get ready for spring. Oh, it's over. Oh, oh no! Like for me, like winter doesn't start until like Christmas is over. Oh really? Because there's five. There's five. There's there's fall, and then there's Christmas, and then there's winter. Like December is its own. December is not 
like winter and it's not the fall even though half of it's you know like to me like winter's just winter's that awful dead period like end of january february and like part of march where like nothing happens see i'm just cold and miserable i i beg to differ um but uh, maybe the giant blizzard that's happening outside right now Mm -hmm. says something it's technically still fall season wise the winter solstice hasn't happened but mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. look at it as Wait, started, you a witch? Maybe. That's why Christmas is on December twenty fifth, squeezer. Oh, stop with your pagan bullshit. <laughs> it's the truth. But <laughs> uh. <laughs> you think we just cut down a, a tree and bring it in our houses and decorate and hold a big feast and invite families over and give gifts because some Germans did it like 3,000 years ago? Bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Tenenbaum. So, um, when, the way I look at it is December 21st is the shortest day of the year, but after that, days start getting longer again. Correct? Yes. But you don't really care about that kind of shit on the 21st because you're like four days from Christmas. So once Christmas happens, you, you you survive till New Year's and you get through that holiday. Mm-hmm. And then January 1st, it's the March till spring. Generally, not this year, but generally, uh, they start announcing uh, concert like lineups, like summer concerts and like uh, festivals, like Firefly lineup starts coming out and, mm-hmm. and shit starts like you start making your summer plans and every day, every day, squeezer, every day, the days get longer and we get into playoffs and that means March and that means spring training and spring training means baseball. It means summer for me. January 1st is like the first steps to summer. Like I worship like people do opposite of me. They think like falls like the first steps to Christmas and like end of summer. I think of January as the first steps to my fucking summer because I love summer. Ah, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. I see. I miss like fall. Like I don't know. Fall just seems like maybe it's because there's no more ice caps, but like I fall feels so much shorter than it used to be. We're, we're, maybe we, it's just because time we, was longer as a kid. No, we had a nice fall this year. It was a beautiful fall. Well, we did. We did. It was a. It was a beautiful fall. Yeah. And I think it's just because it's my favorite time of the year that it, it does seem to go faster than the others. Like summer can go kick rocks. Whatever. It's hot. Oh, I love and it. and spring is kind of spring's it, like it, winter two point nice. Spring. I like. I like spring because all of a sudden you get that pop of green. You're like ah, and and you appreciate it more. Because of the misery, <laughs> um, and then if it were just like early spring and fall all year round, which I'm not saying that's a good thing, because then you miss you know it, the the shitty parts of the year that you don't like make you appreciate the ones you like and all that whatever. But yeah, that that January first, like when you're looking ahead, I'm kind of I look back. That's my reminisce. Like made it through the holidays. I chill. I eat pork. I drink. Relax. January second. Like ah. We got like two months of misery to make it through. Just mm. kind of slug through the next two months. And then, like March, there's like a glimmer of hope where things Jan- start like happening. By the time you get to February, February goes so fucking quick. It's over like that. 
And then you're into March, and it's basically spring training starts. February, Valentine's Day, also pitchers and catchers report. I don't know what's going to happen this year. I'm talking in a normal year. And before that, before you know it, you're in spring training, and you know you get that first warm day of the year in in February. (laughs) You get that first 70-degree day in February, which has been happening more and more. And you get that real – that's how I feel. But I digress. Uh, This was about on Christmas Eve. (laughs) my mom would take five for some reason five to twelve hours to get ready for fucking mass and going to my grandparents house or in-laws house Mm -hmm. uh we would spend the day uh snacking on whatever cookies and food she made and watching cartoon network's christmas party all day long and they had some good shows uh like it was like, like uh Bah Humduck, a Looney Tunes Christmas, Bugs Bunny, Looney Tune, Looney Christmas Tales, Casper's First Christmas, Christmas Comes to Packland, The Christmas Dinosaur, A Christmas Story, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer, The Flintstones Christmas Flintstone, Flintstones Christmas, A Flintstones Family Christmas, A Flintstones Christmas Carol, The Ghost of Christmas Paddington, A Jetsons Christmas Carol, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, The Legends of Frosty the Snowman, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, The Little Troll Prince, Mad the Grinchy Code slash Duck, uh, New Scooby Doo Mysteries and Nutcracker Scoob, all of the other reindeer, um, Scooby Doo Christmas, Smurfs Christmas Special, Smurfs Christmas Carol, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, The Space Ghost Christmas, Tiny Toon Adventures, It's a Wonderful Tiny Toons Christmas Special, Tis the Season to Be Smurfy, Tasmania No Time for Christmas, Toonheads Christmas Cartoon Christmas, The Town Santa Forgot, Yogi Bears All Star Christmas comedy caper yogi's first christmas and yule tunes they played the shit a lot of hanna-barbera in there oh yeah it was great yeah i think we talked about that was it last year that that casper is probably one of my favorites yeah a lot of those are my i like like um you forgot about remember the grandma Got ran over by a reindeer cartoon. I until you mentioned it, no, I completely forgot about it. But right, yeah, that was a special. Like all, like the fifteen different uh, 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 Flintstones Christmas specials, and Jetsons Christmas specials, and Smurfs Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, back in the day, that was. Pretty much the best way to spend your Christmas Eve, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know if they do it anymore. They probably do. Well, you know what? I'll tune in on Christmas Eve and find out. All right. Got some research to do. We do. We do. All right, Squeezer, here is your second pick. Again, for a limited time this year, you'll find a very special countdown to Christmas poster. And it's yours free just for buying 7-Up and Cherry 7-Up. What a great way to share in the feeling of Christmas. It's the perfect time to stock up on 7-Up's clear, crisp, clean refreshment. And kids get to build Santa's beard as they count up the days to Christmas. Get your free countdown to Christmas poster when you buy 7-Up and Cherry 7-Up. Ah, this the stats were iconic. They were like... Oh, yeah more pop there before the polar bears were and coke 
Yeah, uh, there was a time where it's like the, the the dots and like the California raisins were like the two biggest draws on TV. And they each had uh, Game Boy games. <laughs> and the Noid. I don't know if that's saying much. This uh, poster, di- last two years, Dinosaur Dracula has made his own version of it and um, and given out his his uh, his Dinosaur Dracula. Um, Thanksgiving or November uh, fun pack, which I've now been a subscriber to for seven years. Oh, look at you. Yeah. He did a write-up six years ago that I, I stumbled across. When I was looking at pictures, I'm like, oh, I know this site. Click. Um, now, I, this is one of my fondest, like, because my grandparents uh, always got 7-Up. Like there's one of those things. So did my grandparents, and they hung the they hung the poster too. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They would hang the poster there, and, and my and parents didn't there, want anything would... to do with Seven Up, so we didn't have it at the house. But my uh, grandparents. No. Did. Yeah. We didn't. Well, we didn't. If we had soda, we had a treat. Oh, because your dad probably got it from a guy. Yeah, he got it because they had it down the beer distributor, and they had <laughs> it in like the wooden crates with the big glass bottles that you have to get the separate toppers for to like plug them up when you weren't. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed your dad had a soda guy. Oh well, no, no, he had a beer guy that also had soda. <laughs> okay, because you 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 told the story once about how your dad had guys for everything. Oh, he's got a guy for everything. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. You can't just go to a store. You got to go to some go down some shady alley and, which it came in great when it came time to get your truck inspected, because <laughs> he had a guy. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think they're supposed to have state inspection stickers just like in their back pocket in their driveway. But yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Um, but yeah, th- this thing. I mean, this is iconic. And uh, I don't know. Seven Up, whoever designed it, their Santa definitely had a drinking problem. Uh, he has the uh, like gym blossoms, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. He's glowing, and you would. You would take cotton balls and glue them onto this uh, this poster. I don't know if you're not allowed to do this anymore because it's like soda and it's like, oh, this is evil. We can't have soda and glue together because <laughs> kids might huff the glue. Um, yeah, well, but what that's I, I how you, was, you get the joy in Christmas. So yeah, gets a little Christmas spirit huffing that glue. Yeah, well, that's right. Um. Uh, I was thinking this the other day. Why don't they just make a food that tastes like uh, paste? If it was so delicious when we were kids, why I, not just make like candy or like a snack that tastes like I paste never, in a I, jar and a wooden stick? I don't know. I never ate paste, so I don't know. Oh, it's delicious. Anyway, I digress. Um, but you would use, like, I would go old school with just like an Elmer's glue. Or whatever you can find, but usually like like a squeezy kind of Elmer's glue. And when you, but you, I would like really want to make sure they're on. So you push the balls down too far, and it pushes the glue like saturates it, and then glues all the way through, glues to your thumb. And then when you pull it back off, you rip the ball back off, and then you rip the cotton ball off your thumb, and now you have a fuzzy thumb. And uh, Santa just has a little bit of stubble on his chin instead of a full cotton ball. Yeah, glue sticks. Glue sticks were the way to go. Well, I mean, glue sticks are generally the way to go with everything. That's as soon yeah. as like our school started, like no more Elmer's glue sticks only. Our Catholic school because we had to buy our own uh-huh. supplies because they were cheap. 
So they gave you a list at the beginning of the year that you had to take your parents. And we'd go down to the drug emporium and my mom would buy our our uh, school supplies for the year. What was her problem with Elmer's? Uh, she didn't have a problem with Elmer's. The school did. No, the school did. Yeah, what was their problem with it? I, it was, Kids I guess just it was messy and glue Getting glue everywhere. Easier. Yeah. Remember Drug Emporium? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there in the corner, across from what was now the Taco Bell. I think there's a, there's a Rite Aid there now, right? Uh, I know there is. Yes. yes. I was asking you, because I knew it, for you to say yes right away. Yeah. <laughs> there would the best nostalgia had a glue sticks for the push pop for all the weird kids <laughs> <laughs> exactly here is my second pick dad did you see anything provocative in today's paper yes there's a real think piece here about a bra sale dad stop kidding around look they printed my letter hey that is wonderful sweetie I'm gonna read it just as soon as I finish what I'm doing here. Well, I'm sure someone had the time to read it. I envy them. <laughs> so what I'm talking about, Mr. Squeezer, is do you remember, Mr. Squeezer, the mm -hmm. mini page? It was a kid's version of the newspaper syndicated in our newspaper. And um, it was uh, it was called the mini page, especially for kids and their families. I think it came Sundays or Thursdays. Thursdays, I believe it came. Hmm. Yes. Now that you say it, yeah. I, I, the font, uh, the mini page. Oh, you looked it up? I yeah, about, I'm just I was just about to now. send you a screenshot because I, like, I knew the font would have jogged your memory. Yeah, instantly. Yep. So I remember in particular they'd always do good Christmas stories and um and theirs. And the mini page, I don't know, it always felt like my mom would always pull it so we can read it. And it had like stories, games, and it was created. I looked it up because I had no idea like what was behind the mini page. But it was um a syndicated newspaper supplement for children created by Betty Debnam in 1969 and authored by her and her two other writers. Began in August 1969 and appears weekly in hundreds of newspapers in the U.S. To this day? I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. I mean, do newspapers still exist? But Yeah, right. I mean, it was at least going in the 2000s, I guess. But Yeah, I just... Impressive. So did your mom pull this? Were you a fan of the mini page? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, so I did I. It made me feel up. adult, right? Yeah. So you get the mini page, and like, here's one I pulled. It has the fireplace. The fireplace is a symbol. This is actually from our morning call uh, on, on Christmas Eve in 1998, Squeezer. Uh, yes, we are a little older, but, you know, I still like mini page. <laughs> the fireplace is it's a symbol... Better reading than a phone. Yeah, right. The fireplace is a symbol of the holiday season. Just thinking about one gives us a warm and fuzzy feeling. Even if you don't have one in your home, you know that Santa always finds a way. This is a place in U.S. history. Some early fireplaces did not have chimneys. They were made of twigs, wattle, and mud daub. And uh, the smoke escaped through a hole in the roof. 
The next step was to add a hood over the fireplace. Finally, a chimney joined the fireplace to the hood. Hmm. That was the evolution of the chimney. And then they have some pictures. They have an outside view shows a wattle and daub chimney in a cabin built in the colonial times, the 1700s in Williamsburg, Virginia. The inside shows the cabin's one room where everybody lived. The fireplace was the center of activity. Wattle and daub chimneys. What? Mud what? Daub. Mud daub. D-A-U-B. Oh, okay. I thought you are Okay. Wattle and daub. W-A-T-T-L-E is twig wattle. Daub. Okay. Wattle and daub chimneys. I want to make sure it was daub and you weren't saying adobe. Oh, you think I'm that stupid? I, l- I look at that word every day in my life, Squeezer. Um, Dob? No, Adobe. Oh, yeah. Every single day of my damn life. <laughs> yeah, I know. I look at Adobe, the word Adobe. Uh, yeah, well, you should look into getting siding. It's the future. Waddle and Dob chimneys often caught fire. Sometimes people scrambled up on the roof to kick down a burning one. Ladders were always kept nearby. The seat closest to the fire was saved for the most important person in the room. Kids usually sat further back. And the custom of hanging stockings might be traced back to an old tale about daughters who needed money before they could marry. Santa threw a bag of gold down the chimney. The money landed in their stockings, which were hung by the fireplace to dry out. Oh, I did not know that. Did you? Well, if how would it if the money came down the fireplace? And the opening of stocking is above the fireplace to hang. No, it was below. If you think about it, say so laid them down below, just in front of the fire. They no, were so hung. they they tacked them they tacked them on the mantle, and the opening yeah. is hanging so that okay, really it, this is all just a fable, squeezer. So trying to find. okay, gotcha, gotcha. And then and then they we learned. Then they do a whole fireplace safety about chimney sweeps. Here's some do's and do nots. Do not light or tend a fire by yourself. This is an adult's job, squeezer. Um, oh, oh! this is the mini page telling me this. Yes. Yeah, I blew that off. Remind adults never to use liquid. This is telling you to remind adults never to use liquid fire starters such as gasoline or kerosene. Leave a fire unattended or poke at a paper log. And do use a fire screen and keep anything that could burn at least three feet from the blaze. And then it had like a mini spy game where you had to find um, different picture like things in the picture and then there was a word find and then there was a connect the dots a recipe for santa banana bread one and three cups whole wheat flour half cup sugar one tablespoon baking powder quarter teaspoon salt one cup pecans chopped third cup oil two eggs beaten two cups ripe again bananas mash then there was a meat usher third cup that's a lot of oil Ooh. Yeah, third cup of oil, huh? Ugh. Then you meet Usher, Squeezer. He was 20 when this was. Wait, Usher? Yeah, Usher. This is a little meet Usher thing, a little bit about Usher Raymond. And then there's a Gus's Good Sports report, and Super Sport was Patrick Rafter. He's a tennis player, apparently. I know anything oh. about him. Then there was no. M- Mighty Funny's mini jokes. All right, Squeezer. Where oh, does boy. Here we go. Where does a polar bear keep his money? 
uh, in his walrus. <laughs> That's good, but no, a, in a snowbank. Oh, that's better. What did one candle say to the other? Uh, oh, hang on. Uh, I don't know. What did one candle say to the other? Going out tonight? <laughs> what happens when a cat eats a lemon? Probably makes a weird face. It becomes a sourpuss. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's a good one. Then there was various what are fireplaces <laughs> for. I don't know. Is this whole thing's all about fireplaces? Well, yeah, there's a theme for every minute. So it's four I pages. You, you know, it, if, if the it, newspaper wants to sell subscriptions and on the front page they're like we have a four page breakdown we we have a full write-up on just fireplaces none of the daily news is in here we are doing a full four page spread on fireplaces you buy, would buy that yeah you buy the newspaper fireplaces before i'm going to read about whatever news they're printing that i can just look up on my phone now granted i can just google fireplaces on my phone and get lost on the internet easily but, you know, if you provide the information easily for me and have a couple, you know, moderately, you know. Funny jokes. You know, funny, moderately funny jokes. Uh, yeah, I'm in. The mini page. Nostalgia right there for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you brought that one back for sure. Squeezer. Good, sir. Your next pick. Thank you. Right. Another fucking manga one. Marcus, get this kid off me before he pisses on me, all right? Fuck with my beard. It's not real. No shit. Well, it was real, but you see, I got sick and all the hair fell out, so I had to wear this fucking thing. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. What's hmm. it like at the North Pole? Like the suburbs. Which one? Apache Junction. What the fuck do you care? Now get off my lap and sit there like a fucking retard. You are really Santa, right? No, I'm an accountant. I wear this fucking thing as a fashion statement, all right? Okay. Marcus, get this kid out of here. He's freaking me out. <laughs> God, that movie is so good. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Another mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped the R-bomb. Yeah, he did. Um... Yeah, so uh, what I wanted to talk about is uh, just the, not Mall Santa's, but the the, uh, the set to go with it, and the way they vary from mall to mall and depending on what you get. I think we're rather fortunate. Lehigh Valley Mall has a hell of a setup compared to some others. Yeah, and they always have. I mean, Remember the two reindeers that would talk to you, and they're actually man yes. by real people. There were people in there. Yeah, they would. Actually, there was people in there, like answering you with, like right, like legit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they were like people like answering you. So like, what's your name, Ryan? Oh hey, Ryan. I'm like, oh, they're fucking scary. Get me <laughs> out of here. Yeah, like the the animatronics were like top notch. Uh, well, for as you know, for a kid, you know, and and it was a whole display. Like you felt like. It was uh, like you went in like this little Christmas town, and uh, yeah, 
In the White Mall all... had a legit Christmas town for kids to go shopping in. Yeah. That's where I bought the ashtray for my dad. <laughs> Pissed my mom off. Yeah, they they would give you like your parents would buy you fake money and then you would go and buy them presents in a little little house. Um But yeah, they they and they're Santa they that I mean, there's no Santa there anymore. The last time I checked it was a Christmas tree with an orange extension cord duct taped to the ground. But like and the Lehigh Valley Mall one still is huge. I don't know what they're doing this year. I, I think they're doing the plexiglass thing. But and it was cool though, is that being a sec a two story mall, they would set up in the foyer of the one area, so you look down over it, and it was like this right. whole Christmas, like you you really felt like the vibe was there, and it, it was like oversized the tree toys going up into the sunroof, like there was like a sunroof, yes, like vault yeah. a vaulted sunroof in the top of the second floor, and I think the tree still goes up there. I think so, yeah. Um, and then yeah, and. It was just decorated to the nines. Like it was, they really put an effort and spent a lot of money really dressing it up. And, and it, it, they had the, the, the big toy setups, and then you had like the little drummer boys and the buglers and like all the little animatronic things and like the teddy bears and shit. And uh, it, it was great. Like, and it was this whole little world that you went into, and you felt so special. Uh, and then there are other ones, and like I've been to recently, we went to one, I think it was last year, we went to a smaller mall that's not, you know, doing so well, and it's Santa, like, next to a bookshelf. <laughs> um, you know, so you, it, it depends on, you know, the, a lot of it, the size of the mall and, you know, the kind of budget. Like, you go down to King of Prussia, it's like, it, it, it was a, in fact, I think they even have multiple setups where Santa jumps back and forth very quickly because you know, he's there. Um, but it, 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 the, like, the bigger the mall you go to, the idea is that you, know, you get that bigger setup. They have the money to spend. But like for us growing up, I felt like that one, that was huge. And that rivaled anything that you see in like the movies. Like, like the, they lie a lot, you know, especially like Christmas Story, like with the slide and all that shit. Is, is that for real? Does anyone really have that? Oh yeah, uh, maybe in back in the day before like maybe. lawsuits and liability. Before there were lawsuits, um, yeah. But like movies always pumped it up, where like it was this big thing. It wasn't just Santa sitting on a chair next to a bookshelf. Um, but we were fortunate enough to have that big Christmas land, that North Polish kind of look going on there mm-hmm. that they really went all out for. And then the Easter Bunny shows up and he gets like a, an egg in a chair. That is true. Uh, although the Easter Bunny in our stores do get pretty sick setups as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him that. They're just so much creepier. All right, uh, shall we move on? I think so. Here is... Well, I gotta close out what I did to fix yours. Here is my third pick, and I might have talked about this before. I might have talked about all of these before, but we're playing the hits, kids. Sports fans, hit the ice, grass, and hardwood with a brand new channel from Nickelodeon. It's Nickelodeon Gas, games and sports for kids, the first and only games and sports channel for you. That's right, it's all about your games and your sports. So if you like football, checkers, baseball, hockey, snowboarding, video games, karate, skateboarding, chess, surfing, basketball, field hockey, and marbles, woo! 
then gas is the channel for you. If you want Nickelodeon gas 24-7, have an adult call your local cable or satellite provider to see if it's available in your area. And check us out at gas.nick.com. So what do you say? Want to play? So, Squeezer, uh, cable went digital in the end of the 90s, early 2000s, mm -hmm. which uh, what you would have like a guide and you could click a button and see the guide. That wasn't a thing before. You used to have to go to a, a specific TV guide channel and wait and see what was coming up next. Well, I remember when that first dropped and that I thought that was the most amazing thing in the world. Yeah. And then the guide. It was, it was the book. Uh-huh. Then you'd have the guide. Uh, but then, like, they would add more channels because digital bandwidth allowed for more channels than just the typical analog bandwidth. And one of the sub-channels was Nickelodeon Games and Sports. And I remember, like, later, early on, we would have Christmas Eve at my, my grandmother's or my uh, Uncle Mike's, which is the story coming later. But later on, in, like, 98, 99, and 2000s, We'd have them at my Aunt Anita's and my Aunt Kathleen's. And uh, we they they didn't live they lived closer to us, which was ideal. They kind of live halfway in between my grandparents and us. Um uh, so we were we came home from them and I was let's say nineteen ninety-nine. I was a junior in high school, so I was angsty sque squeezer. Ah, yes. You know, there, but I didn't want to be, you know what I mean? My parents were on the downward slope, you know. Very close to the end, like a year or two from being over, but you could already tell my mom mm -hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't good. So the we spaghetti was on the wall. Sure, and uh, we got home and I went downstairs and laid on the couch while everyone else went upstairs, and I put I was searching and I saw a um, double dare, and it was late. It was like eleven o'clock, and I stayed up to like I don't know twelve or one watching old. 80s and early 90s double dares on games sports and i still I, I i talked about this before but the reason it sticks with me is was for me it was so magical like that was such a great christmas memory like finding like old now you could go on youtube and watch you know whatever the fuck you want but in 1999 you couldn't and those double dare shows were lost for me and laying on that couch and i still remember it, like the feel of the couch and like the fabric and the the temperature that it was when I laid down on it uh, to watch this squeezer. That's how weird I am. <laughs> and I can remember like what it was, a um, what how the size of the television, what brand it was, it was a tube and everything and where it was. And I just, just remember like fucking blown my mind. I was so happy. I was so, I, I didn't want to be in my aunt's. It was so boring. It's stupid. As soon as you get older, no one in your relatives know what to get you. So it's all garbage. It's nothing you want. Luckily, like they started giving me tunes, the record store, like like CD store in the area, gift certificates. Mm -hmm. But that's you know that's not a, uh, and this is gonna sound materialistic and shitty, but that's not like an instant present. Like, yeah, that's like three days down the road. You know, you're gonna go and you're gonna shop for CDs for five hours at tunes, with your gift certificates, but. There's nothing like you got that night. You know, you yeah, when you're a kid, it's so exciting because it's like it's almost as good, if not sometimes better than Christmas itself. You know, mm -hmm. Christmas Eve with the relatives getting inundated with presents. And then you come you, and when you're when you're in 1999 home, pull my book out. I'll tell you exactly. 
Oh, actually, Christmas 99, Squeezer? I was oh. a senior. That was my senior year. That was your junior year. I'm tracking you your... You got notes on me now, too? I do have notes on you now, too. Yes, my senior... I was 17 years old. So, angst there, Squeezer. Angst. <laughs> but uh, watching that was, will always be a memory. And, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to watch Double Dare from, like, the late 80s, early 90s on Christmas Eve? After spending the night at mass and with your family, there was a, a point where my parents just stopped because I started making fun of him being like loud and obnoxious about how stupid church was. Because I, mm. I mean, I, I sorry, yeah, to anybody. you had to be that guy. And sorry, anybody's religious. I, I Catholic, so I was in fifth grade when I was. I went to my mom. And was like, I don't believe God exists, and she's like, Well, you're still getting confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and that it was like a dad world spy with me, just. Church was a joke. Church was like a, a theater experience for me. It was just the performance, and um, that's all. It was. So it was. It was meant to have more fun, and then to be. And the Catholics are. It's very much like sh Catholicism is. Is like, can you believe they showed up and, and that? It's like, what do you wear? You know, it's it's uh, that's it, what it mm -hmm. used to be. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I digress. That was a fun memory. Squeezer. We are finally on to your fourth pick. Hopefully this one is not screwed up. It is. Is it? I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I just checked the waveform. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I apologize, everyone. What, what? Just means you have to edit more. Well, what is it? I'll, I'll get it right now. Uh, it's uh, you need Consumer Probe Irwin Mainway dash SNL. See, everyone's gonna get the. I don't know what's going on. I got to upgrade, update Premiere and get some RAM in this thing. Yeah, mine's way older than yours, and mine's still. Well, what version are you running on yours? I have no idea. I'm still running Premiere 18. All right, wh uh, what Sign point? Sign up until the night. And then start at uh, like a minute 28. And it's called Bag of Glass. <laughs> Mr. Mainway, this is simply a bag of jagged, dangerous glass bits. Yeah, right. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a glass. It's a broken glass. You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it sells very well, as a matter of fact. You know, it's, it's, it's just broken glass, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I mean, children could seriously cut themselves on any one of these pieces. Yeah, well, look. You know, a kid, the average kid, he picks up, you know, broken glass anywhere. The beach, the street, the garbage cans, parking lots, all over the place, any big city. We're just packaging what the kids want. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's a creative toy. I mean, you know, you, you hold this up, you see colors, you know, you see all the colors of rainbows. You know? I mean, it teaches them about light refraction, you know, prisms and that stuff. You know, you know? Oh. prisms, you know, you know what I mean? I see. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, so you don't feel that this product is dangerous? No, come on, look. We put a label on every bag. It says, kid, be careful, broken glass. <laughs> I mean, we sell a lot of products in the bag-o line. Like a bag of glass, a bag of nails, bag of bugs, bag of vipers, bag of sulfuric acid. <laughs> and then, you know, decent toys, you know what I mean? So, and S SNL. And Squeezer collected them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, Johnny Switchblade, 
Uh, I had the, the teddy bear with the chainsaw coming out of its belly. I was thinking bag of sulfuric acid. Oh, bag of sulfuric acid. Um, yeah, so th- this was uh, Dan Aykroyd at one of my favorite bits that he did. And uh, SNL always had some great Christmas ones. And this is one I grew up with because I saw this from when I was a little kid. Oh, so did I. My dad, my dad loved early SNL. I mean, come on. You've heard the oh, Jeffrey yeah. stories. Chevy yeah. Chase is his Makes favorite. Makes sense in the world. Yeah, yeah. Land, he used to do Landshark. Landshark. That was his, for some reason, he thought that was the funniest bit ever created. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's yep. really dumb. Yep. But he thought Landshark was the funniest bit ever to be on Talk, television. It was like an inside joke. Talk be- to my uncle and he just, yeah, Landshark. It was in out it, of nowhere. Inside joke between him and my fucking mom. They love Landshark. And I'm like, this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. <laughs> No, it's so dumb it was funny. Right, but these are when main way. But now, well, now it is. Now like, it is, Like, yeah. jaded asshole, young kid us is... Yeah, yeah like, we're like, know, yeah, there's no farting or anything. It's not funny, but yeah, now <laughs> yeah. now that we're... Uh... But this one was physical enough and, and just silly and dumb enough. Like, this is like my dream sketch. Uh, and th- I love this one. Like, all all the Christmas toys in it. Ends with him choking himself on a foam Nerf ball to prove that it is dangerous, of course. Um, and, I mean, it's Dan Aykroyd. And, and Candace uh, Bergen. Bergen is the, Bergen Bergen. Is the uh, she was the, the guest uh, on that week, and she was the host of the show. He did a couple other bits as the... the with uh, uh, Jane, what's her name, from uh, Third Rock from the Sun, right? She was the main host. Yeah. And then they do yeah. it again when he came back. Yes. Like he yeah. played he played Erwin Mainway a few times. Yeah, it's a, that's the uh, voice I do when I'm in Chicago. Yeah, it's a bag of glass, eh? Huh. Yeah. It's a deep dish Chicago pie. Bag yeah, of glass. He, he was just doing his his uh the Bears uh character. Yeah. Um, Kids find this on the beach, you know, they find in the beach the streets. More. Uh, whatever. It's it's yeah, al- it's it might... almost his like uh, uh, chat from uh, he's like building his chat from uh, the great outdoors. <laughs> One of the yeah, you can see fantastic it. movie, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is by uh, not as, not as Lewis Winthorpe sketch, at all. I think. And this is like my introduction to SNL, like, this is one of the first bits I ever saw. Um, because you know, normally you wouldn't get to stay up and watch SNL, but. It was like Christmas. My dad it would replay it at a weird time. My dad had it on tape, and like you, you get to watch it a little bit. So like this was, yeah. I mean, I, and I mean, this came out. This was seven years before I was born, but uh, I know, always they, they had the Christmas ones. A weird relationship with SNL. My, my parents loved it. Then my aunts, when um, they'd babysit us, uh, and when I say aunts, I'm. Uh, just so you're not confused, my aunt is lesbian and married to my aunt Kathleen. So when I'm like my aunt Anita and Kathleen, it, it might be confusing. But they would babysit. They've been married for shit since I was like five, and um, but they'd babysit us, and we watched Saturday Night Live. So like the the bad years in the '80s with Eddie Murphy and shit, and Robert Downey Jr. And then like even like I got in the early '90s SNL because of them. Um, I always was an SNL fan. Every every period of it, its existence, mm-hmm. 
even before we were born, we, like you were saying, we were, we, our parents were made us made us watch those. Yeah. SNL is uh, deep rooted. All right. Uh, shall I move to my fourth? Uh, yeah. All right, here it is. Oh, yeah, well, it tastes so good. It's like I'm ripping you off, Rosie. I don't have any clean tougher All right, well, definitely next time, okay? Oh, don't be silly. Now, hold out your hands. You want uh, to... Okay. Oh, cool. Thanks a lot. Now, please, take a bite so that I can watch you enjoy. That's my favorite part. Oh, okay, well... I'll go with the right one. <laughs> that looks good. That's a good meatball. That's a good meatball. <laughs> now, listen to me, Robbie Hart. You're going to I couldn't find any clips of meatballs. But <laughs> when we were kids, like, first of all, I, there's this candle you can buy at Target right now. And my, um, I would, I told Enchantress that when we, we bought it, it's called Christmas Cheer. And it, when I smell it, I was like, this smells just like my grandparents' house at Christmas Eve. That's exactly what it reminds me of. So, like, a week ago, I was on the phone with my sister, and she's in, I was I was in Target picking some of them, and she was in Target, and she's like, "I'm like, I love candles." I'm like, "What are you smelling?" She's like, "Christmas cheer." I'm like, "Doesn't it smell just like grandmas and grandpas on Christmas Eve?" She's like, "That's fucking exactly what it smells like, <laughs> like creepily what it smells like." Is but, it is it like the those red those big red wax candles? Yeah, yeah. It's it's there's something waxy about it and cheap about it. Like, cause if you buy like uh-huh. a more expensive one. It's not the same, but no, like it, it smells natural. Yeah, it, it's got to have a little synthetic to it. Yeah, it's like the cinnamon, the small hint of apple, uh, like the the pine, um, and like a, a must of things that were pulled from the attic. Yes, yeah, it's like a, yeah, yeah, like a black um, mold. Black mold. Yes, <laughs> black mold. So. Uh, it's a Christmas cheer at Target as the scent. If you want to capture, like late '80s, early '90s at your grandparents' house, Christmas cheer at Target. It's uh, it's a dead on. I'm, I'm writing that down because that smell, like I, I know it. Like it's in my head. Like I can, you can't, you know, you can't describe a smell. I mean, we did the best we could right there with, but like, in my head, like I know what it smells like. Right. You know, because like, and then when I do smell, I'm like, there it is. Yeah. So, what, what's it called again? Christmas, Christmas cheer? cheer. I'll send you a picture so you know what it looks like. All right. I'm. Might be ordering that before the show's even over. Uh, so, I, I have it. I I buy it every year, and I buy a new one every year, and because it, it reminds me of my grandparents on Christmas Eve. And going there, they had this house. I still drive by it all the time. It's on uh, between. Uh, 15th on Pennsylvania, right off 15th in Pennsylvania on the right-hand side. So anytime, like, I'm taking 15th Street to get on 22, I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take the back way and drive past my old grandparents' house. It's house my dad grew up in after they moved from Ohio here. Uh, 
and it's the they lived in there forever. It, it's so many memories for me. But going there for Christmas Eve was such a thing, and like it's, it was it was an event. Like Christmas Eve was yeah. almost and like I said, sometimes better than Christmas itself. Well, pretty much almost. It was almost. It was it was great. But Christmas Day was always fantastic. Uh, but my parent, my grandparents would have like a crock pot with like like a holiday meatball. And I think it was like a grape mm-hmm. jelly meatball type, type, like cooking at all times. And they were, they're just fucking delicious. Like you just sit down there and you eat and it's like, you, you never have like a full, it's a full meal. There's never a full meal serve. But it's there's, on the little plates. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much food. There's, there's, there's mm-hmm. like ham. There's probably turkey. There's some sort of potato. There's pimento dip. If I don't know if you're a pimento dip family. Uh, no, we had, uh, I don't know where that came there, from. There might've been, but I didn't go near it, but there was also the onion dip. Uh, and then there was also, there is the ranch dressing for the vegetables, but then I would then dip the ring bologna and cheese and Ritz crackers. So. Uh, see, I didn't even tr- I didn't have French dressing till I was at the Hamvention ham fest in Dayton, Ohio. When I, in 1990, oh, I'll tell you what year it was. I mean no disrespect to people with autism, but you have <laughs> somewhere on that spectrum. <laughs> okay. How? Just. All right. It was in '95. My first time I tried ranch dressing at a Ponderosa out in Dayton, Ohio, with my dad going to Dayton Hamfest. And I try. I was like, I'll try ranch dressing because they didn't have Thousand Islands, the only dressing I ever had in French up until that point. <laughs> and that, that, I, I, I remember. Yes, I remember the first time in my life I tried ranch dressing. Okay, I get it. I'm on the spectrum, Squeezer. You don't have to rub it in. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying, <clears throat> save this manifesto. I mean, this <clears throat> book of yours, um, so it can be analyzed down the road. <laughs> so we would go to my uh grandparents and those meatballs were my favorite fucking things on the planet but all the food was and you feel like you ate all and plus you had wide access to the fridge with the the new york seltzers soda and all the soda you can mm. possibly drink no one's fucking seven keeping up tabs oh seven up everything yeah. and they had a full bar in their basement and you, my, my, you know i come from a long line of alcoholics are, are we the, the same grandparents Cause it was the same. It was there was meatballs, little plates of food, plenty of dip. There was a bar in the basement. Yeah, it was. So we'd we'd have rough shot and the what is it? Rough is rough shot the one I'm looking for? Yeah, rough shot. Rough shot, uh, in the basement, running around playing uh, around the bar and downstairs, and there was also like a room where the garage was because they didn't park in the garage. Mm-hmm. That was turned into like a, a television den or whatever. That they oh, had yeah. a bunch of like old toys in, and we'd play in there. And that was like, so that was on the walk-in level, and the basement was downstairs. And then there was like, it was it was almost like four levels. So you'd walk into the house, and there was like a foyer. Mm-hmm. And then there was like another room in the back with a, there was laundry and everything. And then there was a, a stairs going down in the basement, and there was what would be the garage, and they turned it into like a t- television room and there was a bathroom there and then that led out to the their back porch 
And then there was, you go upstairs and then there's the kitchen to the right, which had like an, a carpeted dining room that, and, and sitting room that my grandpa would sit in with his radios mm-hmm. and watch Weather Channel all day long. Uh, and there was the kitchen. And then there was the main living room, the living room or dining room or family room or the fuck it is. And that's where the mm-hmm. Christmas tree was and that their television. That was like a really nice room. My grandma kept immaculate. And then you go upstairs, another upstairs. Yes. And there was <clears throat> yeah, like there's the bedrooms then in my grandpa's office. It was just like a narrow hallway with just rooms. Yes. Off it yes. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, my uh, great aunt and uncle have a house like that and then like the like the, that that foyer you speak of like that was like the the what would they call that back in the day like the um uh, receiving room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like if you visited like that's you didn't go further into the house than that like yeah. that that opening level like there was a couch and a chair there and that's where you sat and you met god there was the basement is where they spent all their time like that was where the tv was but like that that second level like living room dining room kitchen combo floor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that was yeah it was immaculate and yeah. it was like porcelain dog statues <laughs> everything was wrapped in plastic it had the rubber mats going across the carpet so you wouldn't walk on the carpet now nah, like my didn't my grandparents were anything in that space that bad but if i could go if i could if i could have bought this house and left it the way it was squeezer the mm-hmm. memories, the after trick or treating, going over there, they'd go to the same bakery and buy these spiced cupcakes that had cones on the top, mm-hmm. like ice cream cones, that were covered like 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 everything about it. And they had those in the receiving room, as you called it, waiting for us. <laughs> like everything, the memories alone. Now I don't know if I'd walk in; it would feel the same. But it was on the market a few years ago, and it was like a hundred and some thousand dollars, like hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I was literally a, close to buying it, not to live in, because I could never sleep in a room where my grandparents banged and my dad masturbated. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I was—I just wanted to buy it as like a museum, you know. Charge my family uh, <laughs> like what? a thousand what? bucks you, you to come wanna, walk through it. You want to carry on three generations of the Kelly boys getting off in the same room? <laughs> nah, I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, it, but see, the other thing is though, my other grandma still has her house, and they still go in, and it's exactly like it was. I was there setting up her iPad with my N95 mask on, and she had her mask on too. Don't worry. Um, okay. Because she had an iPad like two and uh, from seven years ago, so I set her new iPad up and we, I was teaching her how to FaceTime and 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 uh, I put Disney Plus on there and she was like blown away. Uh, oh, is she watching Mando? No, she always like she's like I never got why your mom liked those, but she watched the Weenie the Pooh Christmas. <laughs> oh well, that's it's it's good. Okay, where did you see? I wish you just would have typed out your new clip because this finding it on Dropbox is more of a pain in the ass. Just search by timestamp. No, I have to go into Dropbox. I had YouTube. Oh, open. you gotta go into Dropbox. Uh, it's uh, what a crappy candle. Oh, it's already Dropbox is already loading, squeezer. Too late. All right, hey, sorry, folks. Here it is. 
Uh, it's loading. What the fuck? Why is it taking And when ye tell o hardens, we remove it from yon mold. <laughs> what a crappy candle. You've ruined our vacation. You, gentle sir, are fired. <laughs> Isn't it weird how we both pulled Simpsons clips for a Christmas I, show? I, I was even going to compliment. Like, wow, you, you beat me to it. That, and they both weren't Christmas-related Simpsons clips. No, it's the it's the default go to because everything has, as South Park would say, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Um, yeah, it's the the default go to. I you need something, and I knew they reference a candle at some point on The Simpsons. So, um, that going back to uh, I believe that was season three. I married Marge. Oh, I love those flashback episodes. Yeah, it was a flash. It was a flashback one. It was when Homer Homer quits, right? And then uh, Marge gets pregnant, and then he has to. No, no, him. that's and Lisa makes three. You're you're confusing two episodes. Homer quits, and Marge gets pregnant, and Lisa makes three. He goes and works at the bowling alley, and then he sets up the the picture montage because Montgomery Burns. Sets up the thing. You're here forever. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah. And he covers the sign and says, "Do it for her." And it's all. It's all yeah. not Lisa, but Maggie. Maggie makes three. Yeah, Maggie makes three. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this was before that. This was. I married March. I married March. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different plot line, yeah. but. Yeah. You're but confusing two flashbacks. Flashback. Oh yeah, it's. Anyway, we're talking about candles. Sorry. Here. Uh Maggie makes three might be my favorite episode of Simpsons ever, next to. Uh, King Size Homer. It's definitely up there. That's why I know it so well. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a heartfelt one. I mean, I would argue King Size Homer is the greatest episode ever made. Yes, and I would say it is. Frank Grimes is my favorite. Homer's <laughs> Enemy is my favorite one. But King Size Homer, I think. Oh, is absolutely speaking of, I got to break in my uh, Homer Simpson Mister Plow Vans limited edition shoes tonight. Ooh, while you were plowing? Yeah, they're they're super warm. Were you just humming the jingle to yourself the uh-huh. whole time? Uh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. My no name under- is Plow. Just your underwear on? Uh, I came in the house with whitey tidies and just my jacket. My Star Wars. I was wearing my Star Wars Hoth five hundred dollar uh, Empire Strikes Back crew jacket. Damn. Did it keep you five hundred dollars warm? Oh my God, it thing's immaculate. Well, and and if that works for you, then. It's got to be magical. My poor. Uh, so I, I went out and I'm. Because um, um, Enchantress is like, hey, there's a car stuck. You might have to go uh, snow blow them out. And I get all dolled up in my jacket and I have my that Vikings bottle clava thing I got that keeps me so mm-hmm. warm. So I go out there and they're already moved on to another idea going on a different street. And then my neighbor, who's a state cop, is shoveling so I, I walk down there and I'm um I'm like let me get this for you ma'am <laughs> and she's like what the fuck she's probably thinking what the fuck is this idiot wearing <laughs> my bright blue and orange Star Wars Empire Strikes Back crew jacket she's like get the finish up and get the hell off my property before I shoot you with my uh, issued side pe- a sidearm 
I'm sorry, you were talking about candles. Oh yeah, candles. Um, I cut. Did so, I blow your load talking about candles? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think you can. I mean, I will edge candles all day long. <laughs> right. um, do we talk about candles? The one that smells like my grandparents. Oh, no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with real candles. Oh. These are those. <clears throat> no, these are those C7 uh, plastic uh, fake as hell ones. That oh, the ones you put in the windows. window. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. No, I and I still, to this day, I have to have candles in my window. If I could all year round have a candle in my window, like in when I'm sleeping in the bedroom, a candle in the window behind the blinds. I think we did all year round. <laughs> you just never took them down? No, my mom. It was like a, I don't know. I don't, my mom always had those up, though. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think. That, did we have the same mom? Jesus Christ. That, that, that turn of the century thing, trying to uh, go it, back to that. It was it, a light it, bulb. It's grown up. Growing up with Little House on the Prairie, you kind of want to like. And you but know it wasn't it was? a lit candle. Mother, no, know what it was? It was motherfucking Doctor Quinn. No, my mom didn't watch that. They thought they were in the old west, and Sully was gonna come and sweep them off their feet. So they went and put a candle in the window. Quite frankly, I blamed. I blamed the. Uh, I can't speak. Quite frankly, I blamed Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like this is Delilah's fault. <laughs> It's Delilah and Sully. It's the two of them. Ugh. Just trying to, you know. Um, but we, we would, and it, it was a thing in our house. Like It was a thing window, in our house. Every window we had to put them up. And it was a production. And, and, and they had the little, they had the little, the switch with the, you turn the dial, turn it on and Oh, off. no, these didn't even have that. These were as bare bones as they came. You plug them in and they went on. Oh, my mom had the dial ones. No, these, these were as, they were a thin molded plastic um there were the single ones and they had a oh nice no no base. these these were white with like fake gold base my mom bought the classier ones i know what you're oh, talking oh, about we, we, we stepped it up eventually we stepped yeah. up. we had the ones with the gold base yeah yeah and but and the, the yeah and they had the little dial you know clicky on, yeah. clicky off kind of thing yeah and but the the, the cord would get so corkscrewed that it would kind of pull and knock it over sure yeah um but my dad was obsessed with making these perfect so there was like double-sided tape in all the window sills to like to hold them in place. And then at the end of the year though, you would rip it off. You could rip the candle off, but that tape's not coming off. Mm-mm. So there was just a square of double stick tape in every single one of our window sills that you couldn't get up, but then it would get dusty. So it wasn't sticky anymore. So you had to put another one on it. So it was just this layer after layer of double stick tape year after year of Christmas while the candle slowly built its way up. And you had the single ones. And then you had the the the, the three uh, of them, the three the three banger. like the three of them, like the candelabra one. Yeah, right. Um, it was like uh, the one in the middle was a high. It was like a, the it was Olymp- higher, Olympics yeah. gold, silver, and bronze uh, finishing line. Yeah, <laughs> the best part. It's about the best it way was, to describe it, quite frankly. Yes, yes. The best part about it was it had like a faux uh, like wax drip. Right, it was melting. It. Yeah, melted yeah. wax. Because if you saw that from the street, you're like, oh, man, they have real candles in their window, I guess. No, they didn't. Um, but, like, but my job was, and we had, I'm trying to think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, like close to 20 windows in our, ha- in our old house. Jesus and there was a candle Christ. in all of them. And it was my job, 
you had to go around and plug in every damn candle. And it meant, like, sometimes pulling the couch out, crawling behind the couch, up underneath things, getting behind the radiator, um, moving bed. Like, every night, it I was see, a process. I You'd see you being through. so proud to do that, too. Oh, I volunteered. Yeah, that was like your your dream job. Like, uh, oh yeah, and and uh, I and I landed it. Squeezy, honey, <laughs> can you go get all the candles? Oh yeah. I had, by, by the time you got them all plugged in, the rest of the house is asleep. The fr- the pizza in the fridge is all yours. <laughs> well, that was planned, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then a bulb burns out. Then you got to go change out a bulb. Uh, that's a lot of responsibility. Uh, it is, yeah. Uh, and as a kid, for that to be your responsibility, ooh, that was huge. And those things did get hot. Yes, sure um, they did, yeah. So maybe. I had, do you know those little blow mold, blow, uh, I'm sorry, I can't speak tonight. You know the blow mold, blow mold Santas and Frosties? Yes. You know they made like 12-inch versions of those too, right? For like windows? Um, I'm... We never had any blow mold things in my life. Well, my dad was the king of blow molds, and I loved them too. I was su- I was such my mom hated them, but I loved the frosty so much. We were out somewhere, and we saw a miniature, like twelve inch version one, and they let me buy it for my window, and I shocked the shit out of myself trying to fucking get it get the light going. I I my hand was all black. Like, I flew oh. back. Yeah, yo, I shocked the shit out of myself. It was probably the first and biggest shock of my li- life. Other than, like... Oh, you just stick your finger in the in the plug? I or? don't know what I did, but I God. shocked the shit out of myself. And my dad was like, oh, join Damn. the club. Welcome to... Or he said, welcome <laughs> to the club. He said, only... I can see, yeah. 120 volts, sense. not too especially, bad. Especially coming from your dad. I'm sure he electrocuted himself how many times over before oh, you did. Yeah, the first oh, yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, not not to count like two months ago when I was unplugging something in my office and I grabbed the two prongs that were and I shot myself in the office. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Pretty sure you're supposed to report that. Mm. Not if you're a Kelly. Ah uh, yeah. Um, you wear it like a badge of honor. Oh yeah, and but yeah, it all. And then at the end of the year. You grab them all back up, step, put them in the cardboard, big cardboard box with the extension cords. So you had all these extension cords that you owned, but they would go right in that box. Like you couldn't use them for anything else throughout the rest of the year because you don't want to go looking for them. So you just had $70 worth of extension cords just sitting there waiting for next year to come. Oh, yeah. Because you needed them because, you know, your window is maybe three feet off the ground, but each each of those candles has a nice, you know, 20 inch you know cord on it <laughs> how dare you put a cord on something long enough that's going to reach the floor at least you know mm-hmm. no I, I know i know that game very well my friend very well yeah now 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 i went all in and got the uh squeeze went all in battery. bingo uh, hey look at that it's been a while uh, i got the the battery powered uh solar or no they're actually timer ones this time they you turn them on they turn on they go for eight hours and they shut off they're leds and change the batteries out every like seven years and uh, don't have to worry about a thing beautiful all right moving on now uh you had a 
Simpsons clip. I had a Simpsons clip. You had a Christmas vacation clip. I couldn't let you just have one Christmas vacation Ooh, clip. Ooh, nice. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. 250 strands of lights, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! 25,000. Oh, I hope nobody I know drives by and sees me standing in the yard staring at the house in my pajamas. If they know your dad, they won't think anything of it. Fire it up, Dad! I dedicate this house to the Griswold family Christmas. Oh. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Oh, oh, uh... I just uh, want to ask one question, Squeezer. How many views are you so far this year? Oh, on Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Uh, sorry, buddy. None yet? None yet. I can't. I got. I don't get to watch TV by myself. I got two in. And when I do, I got I to gotta play my uh, video game from 2003 that I got. That's true. Uh, oh, Mean Gene in the house. Oh, I forget Nostalgia Addict. There's so many people who have like ties to the Lehigh Valley Squeezer. It's so crazy. His dad's old place oh, in Lehigh. Lehigh. Heighten. Yeah. Beautiful, Clark. Oh, SDC Sean. Sean was bragging on the group chat. He had five. Uh, when I was like, I'm on two. He's like, only two? I, I'm on five. So I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I, cause I like uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see it at least. Well, I'll see it at least once. Yeah, when we do the um, watch along, I'll, I'll probably get like two or three in. Remember, next week we're doing a live watch along. We might even get the video going. It'll probably be at like 10 a.m. There might be drinking involved because it is the day of a Christmas party, everybody. Oh, that's how we're doing it. Yeah. Now oh, I gotta figure those logistics out. What do you mean? It's a good thing I got a work computer. Oh, we I don't not. have a camera. No, I'll take care of it all. Oh, all right. We'll do it in the studio. Don't worry. Oh, boy. Uh, Christmas Vacation Watch Along next week, everybody. But before that, the, the, I'm talking Christmas lights. And now you see so many houses completely decked out in light squeezer, right? Oh yeah, my whole neighborhood is. But back in the day, there were there was like lights up here and there, but there was very few like show pieces. But there was this yeah. house on Citronia Road mm-hmm. that did a huge, huge thing, and it was like a Christmas tradition for us to drive by and look at this. And then there was a church down the street, um, that uh, that that had like a live nativity. So we'd go watch that. Like, you go watch the whole Jesus, and they had like camels and shepherds and all that crap. Mm-hmm. But the Christmas lights were amazing. All that, all that crap. <laughs> well, I'm telling uh, nostalgia, I think. Um, so I don't know. It, it was just like driving around in Christmas lights, listening to Delilah, playing those easy hits. 
Um, you you said you did it. We used to pile in my dad's Bronco, drive down to Citronia Road, and he'd have Christmas music playing outside. And it, there, there's probably like a good two acres you drive by to to see it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have any stories like this? Yeah, we had ours was in like right on the edge of West Caddy. Okay. So right off of Fullerton Avenue, you know where that car dealership is on that, like the old car dealership on the Triangle by Yosties and the old bank? Yeah, I bought my first car from there. Yeah. Uh, so I got a, a 93 right... Tahoe, I'm um, sorry, not Tahoe, Jimmy style blazer, white blazer with nice. the bench sheets on the front. Remember those? That oh, one? Nice. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The white um, one I had? They, they, had like, they had a lot of cool shit from like the 50s just like sitting out front there too. He gave me a hell of a deal on that. That car, I yeah. love that car. But there was a house right behind that that ran perpendicular to uh, Fullerton Avenue, um, and they would, they went all out. That was like the one house in the neighborhood. Like no one else, you put out a little bit of lights. They were like the first ones that I knew of. Like as a kid, like that's the house he went to. That went crazy. Yeah, so that's that's what this was. It was the Cherney Road, and it was a fucking insane amount of lights and and. And decorations. It was really crazy. Well, my grandparents weren't about to drive us all the way down south there, you know. Oh, right. It was actually down uh, by where I live now. Um, like out, out towards Mc- where you live Ooh. now. Is that where you oh, live now? Oh, that's out. Oh, going out west. At McCungie. Yeah, it was out towards McCungie. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, if you talk to them, like where I live now, that's out in the sticks. I'm out in the boonies. I'm all the way out there. Yeah. But that's where it was, and uh, that was like the big house. And now lots of houses do it, and that's awesome. But back in the day, you didn't have that. So, and now this year you can't because Christmas lights were fucking impossible to find anywhere. Yeah. Well, it, fortunately, our neighborhood's fairly—it's been around for a while. It's established, so everyone kind of did their normal thing. I went early enough, and I got—I bought three new strands. I went with the new C uh, sixes. I, I think I, I like the C six. Look on the LEDs. I got to order a wreath too, just in time. Got that all rigged up, and you know me on ladders. That was fun. Uh, but, yeah, I got to get more though. I'm pissed off because my my wreath color temp doesn't match the color temp on my bushes. So I figured the best solution was to individually gel each individual bulb. But I see that not quite there yet. You got so, like uh, the Christmas saran wrap, the red saran wrap. Yeah. That's how you do it. All right, that's it. Squeezer, we did it. Christmas memories. Is this the second last show of 2020? Uh, I think we got the Y2K one. So Is that actually in the year? Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be the 30th. Okay. Well, for some reason, I can't. Next, uh, two Wednesdays from now is the 30th. There it is. Oh, that's right. So join Ooh, us next tease. week. I will let you know exactly when we're doing the live. We'll do a watch along again. We're doing it again with Christmas Vacation. We did it last year, but fuck it. We're doing it again. Watch Christmas <laughs> Vacation with us uh, next Wednesday. Brian, what's up, buddy? Thank you for listening. And join us next week for a Christmas vacation watch along where we're going to watch the movie and talk about how much we fucking love this movie. 
Uh, that's the that'll be the last Christmas episode, and then we got a Y2K episode to round out the year, and that is 2020 for us kids. Um, don't forget to smash that like button if you're watching on freaking YouTube and Chess Rockwell. Thank you every week for putting a good review on our YouTube. You're the freaking man. <laughs> And uh, make sure, if you really love us, to rate and review us. And maybe not be so harsh like PK was to me uh, on, on iTunes or <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Cause I'm a yeah, and if you really love me and dislike me, you can give us three. Sure. Or you can give us five and yeah. just mention that, you know. And, uh, yeah. So if you love it. Don't, get, don't give one of those, like one star ratings it's like oh i never received this product it's garbage yeah. that doesn't help me yeah we receive you receive us you receive us yes, every week you receive us every week so there's no there sense you. in giving us one star we'll be back next week same rad time same rad channel for that christmas vacation watch along i cannot wait i'm rk oh, it's gonna be fun i'm squeezer see you guys you are